Whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. What's up? It's Speedy with the Rick and Bubba Show. I am sitting here. Look, look at here. My two little buddies, Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. That's the three of us, the good time gang. Adler has come in begging to be part of the group. We'll see if he can do that today. Just a few things he needs to do. We got a busy show on tap next segment or next uh, hour, I should say. It is Dan Moultrie. He'll be talking a little bit of fishing. You know, we yesterday we talked about the Bassmaster Classic. It is in Birmingham this uh, coming weekend. They'll be fishing at Gunnersville Lake, and then all the weigh-ins and stuff will be at Legacy Arena, the Expo, and all that kicking up today. Uh, we will talk to Dan Moultrie and uh, making his Rick and Bubba debut with uh, Pradco Fishing will be Chad Warner, Director of Product Development. And so that will be today. Jeremy Camp uh, will be with us later in the program. Bluebell Ice Cream bringing by a new flavor. They've got cookie dough overload, and we'll talk to uh, them about that uh, and just enjoy some sampling of the latest flavor called cookie dough overload. Worlds Collide for Helmsy, his youngest, comes on over uh, with her uh, class. We'll talk about that. Uh, the Green Eggs and Ham uh, uh, appearance was rained out, and so uh, they're making up for that today. And uh, we'll welcome them in studio as well. A lot going on, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Well, sitting over to my left, I said it. There's old Greg Burgess, and right in front of me is Michael Helms. Nobody's sitting. <clears throat> 
I am having a hard time wrapping my mm-hmm. mind around the fact that we are doing best ofs next week. And yeah, we're not here. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why I can't get this. Hell, yeah. y'all are off next week. Sure. And I, and it's weird for me because my kids are not off. No. So daddy's gonna be mm-hmm. off without kids to deal with. That's right. I, I I don't know whether to get excited about that or I be know. a little sad. I, I think know. y'all know where I fall. Yep. I, yeah. I do. I do. I um, I'm sitting here looking. I think uh, I don't think our spring break where my boys, uh, the two that are still in high school, go, and then I got one in college, uh, is the twenty third, the week of the twenty third of March. That, that mine are. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a little crazy. I, so I, I'm having like last night. I was sitting there. I got into a movie. It's kind of corny, but <clears throat> I, we go. I, I I couldn't. I, I I wanted to finish it. I was like, Hems, this is so corny. Why are you yeah. staying with it? But I I don't know. Anyway, it was called Full Count. It was a baseball movie. Okay. Uh, well, it wasn't a baseball movie. I believe it was a Christian film, actually. Mm-hmm. I guess um, it was a full count. But it was called Full, full count. count. It had a baseball tie. It had a farming <laughs> tie. It had a south tie. I, I got interested okay. in it and, and ended up finishing it because I wanted, to see, I wanted to see how it ended. Mm-hmm. It was a, I liked the story. So it wasn't good. I liked mm-hmm. the story. You feel obligated so to you like it because it had a positive message. But, but I, felt like, I felt like a lot of the acting was a little corny. You know? Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Just you, be honest. You felt All obligated right. to like oh, there it. There it is. Um, but – and, and and look, we talk about that, or the guys talk about that on the uh, on the podcast this week with Andy mm-hmm. Irwin. Yeah, most uh, definitely. You're talking about something that's not corny is the Irwin Brothers uh, uh, films that are doing really well. Yeah. Another one hits theaters on March the 13th, uh, and it is um, it's I still believe it's going to be in theaters March the 13th. Uh, it is uh, Jeremy Camp's personal story, uh, and we'll talk to Jeremy Camp <laughs> later in, in this show, the last live hour of this show. It wasn't that bad. The main people that were in it were mm-hmm. not that bad, but then the the people that would come in and, and play a role here mm-hmm. and there, it was mm-hmm. a little much. Right. Well, I don't know if they heard about my role in Tangled Web. I'd have been glad. To, That's it right, right there. To be in it. Yeah. You know? Greg, you could have. You could have played like uh, Man hit with foul ball. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I small. I've roles. got you coming out of the bathroom, not paying attention. Everybody's like, heads up. And for some reason, you don't go heads up. You look down, yeah. which is what a lot of people do. They're saying heads up to yeah. so look up. And Fantastic. It, and it story. hits you. And Fantastic. you get mad. What the? Yeah. I, I, it's got a good story to mm-hmm. it. Okay, buddy, it's I one of those. You feel like hey, it. Hey, you didn't like it. Look at me. completely clean, so look, you don't look have to worry me. about like that. Like I tell my boys, look at me. Whoa. But it was just. Clean doesn't necessarily know. mean good. Whoa. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Does it but, feel sticky in here to y'all? Yeah, yeah. well. I, I. What the heck is going on? So it's not just me. It feels perfect to me. Ooh, I had to run a few things to the dumpster earlier. Ooh, I can. So, but I and I got sweaty, so I took this off. And now I put it back on, and I'm hot again. I thought that it was just me because I had done that. (laughs) I'm dumpster. You got me dumpster diving. (laughs) I see blue. See, I thought it was just me, Mm -hmm. but evidently it is kind of warm in here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, But um, warm. uh, Y'all, y'all gonna have to really monitor me today because (laughs) you had quite the night out here. I didn't really eat dinner. You know how you you eat like a really. <laughs> no, but I'm starving, which you means that, that I, I could go. I could go like hard, hard well, diving into like food today Why because Bluebell's bringing by their new uh, flavor called Cookie Dough it. Overload, which is kind of in my 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 wheelhouse. There, not one, not two, but three cookie doughs. They have combined, mixed them all together See, I love for their that. newest ice cream. Let me tell you this: yesterday, <sighs> I saw an article about this, Ooh. and I was like. They normally bring it by the show, mm-hmm. and I was—I felt left out. But guess what? 
I've um, always liked the cookie dough ice cream, but I've <laughs> always it's always left a little for me to desire because mm-hmm. there wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, gonna be awesome. Good. All right, let me give you something here, and then we'll move on. You ready? We, we're going to fight over who takes it home. Right. It's a tasty, <laughs> uh, it's a t- tasty vanilla ice cream Here's with hints of brown sugar mm-hmm. loaded with chocolate chip cookie dough, yeah. peanut butter oh, cookie yeah. dough, and fudge cookie dough. you got to be kidding me. You, are you what time serious? Hey, what time am I getting uh, here? I'm, I'm just, what, um, what time I am I getting here? I think Quinn said he's going to be targeting around uh, second, maybe mm. towards the end of the second live hour. Bring third, it on, buddy, Quinn. Mm. Yeah. Come on, big guy. <clears throat> Where you at? Huh? Uh, so, and about. speaking of Bluebell ice cream, let me, let me just pull Bell this one in. Do we re- all remember the Bluebell ice cream liquor in Texas? You know, I knew the ice cream liquor, but I didn't remember it was Bluebell. Right. Uh, well, um, the uh, the woman even, the woman has opened it up. And remember, and she went back. Oh, remember? okay. Yeah, She's yeah. been sentenced to thirty days in jail. Don't um, tell me what time you were out. Time out. Thinking? I've got to tell you what I was thinking when you oh, said this. Oh boy, Gosh. I thought Bluebell had made a type of liquor. <laughs> when you said, "Do you remember the Bluebell <laughs> liquor?" I'm bringing thought, it by today. Too. Oh my gosh, they're right, really speedy. turning it up over there at Bluebell. Oh my goodness, Speedy, what time? getting here? That's about the dumbest thing i heard any fool say ever if you think about what you Thank said bluebell liquor hey y'all remember when they had the bluebell liquor right and i thought goodness gracious so your mom is pitching so a they, bottle of liquor did they have scotch or what was yeah, their deal it's got, um, that, it's got that little girl with that cow behind her on, on the label <laughs> I do know um, what you're talking about now. So anyway, Bluebell homemade ice cream. We got the Bluebell ice cream liquor in uh, in Texas, sentenced to 30 days in jail. You're having um, ice cream liquor, it ain't bad. Yeah, just licking uh, licking a carton of Bluebell ice cream How many and days? then returning it to uh, the Walmart freezer that they were in. How many days? So in there jail? we go, right there. That's a large well, tongue. Look at butt. that tongue. Let me tell you something. Look. Do you notice it when you open? I know they call. That's it how on people video. get coronavirus. But if you yeah. opened up a. a a bucket of ice cream. Would you notice that? Yes. Sloop. I think I would. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because unless the top set and made it back, most of them well, have that. Well, that's what he's talking about. Yeah. He said that that pullover, that tab that yeah, you pull. But, yeah, I mean, that's true. But if yeah. you pull it back, you can't see. Mm. Yeah. Well, of course we got to do. We got to post everything we do. So the Bluebell liquor posted on Facebook in August, uh, showing him licking. Uh, a tube of vanilla ice cream, eating a piece of it with his fingers, by the way, before leaving the container behind. He ended up, mm. uh, he said he ended up purchasing the tainted tube <laughs> and no charges were immediately filed against him. Several days after the stunt, he was booked in the Jefferson County Jail on criminal criminal mischief so charges. So anyway, he's been sentenced to 30 days and that happened a uh, day before yesterday. Who thinks that's a good idea? I don't know. Hey, y'all watch this. I'm going to lick his ice cream. Close it up. Yeah. Now, I've wow. done that here, but I know y'all. You know, it ain't like yeah. I'm, a stranger I'm gonna, doing I'm gonna, it. I'm going to lick that today that comes in so y'all won't be able to get into it. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who's taking it home. Whoever gets to lick it first. <laughs> I got it. All right. So see, I'm after for Quinn, I'm gonna get to it before y'all do. So the Walmart. The reason why the guy's in trouble because you go, well, man, if he purchased it, why is he in trouble? Well, well the you- way the way he posted it, they weren't sure which one he was licking. So the Walmart <laughs> lo- lost that, money replacing the ice cream because they had to replace all of them because they were like, well, which one did the guy? Did he buy it? Did he not buy it? Yeah. Which one did he lick? Didn't we have another that? case of that, too? Yes, it was a woman that yeah. did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, that? that's the Bluebell ice cream liquor uh, sentenced to 30 days in jail. And we just so uh, happened to have Bluebell bringing by their latest flavor cookie dough overload. So 
about what's happening wait. today. We have a lot happening. We do. Plus, uh, I got to tell y'all about my night. Y'all are just going to sit back and chuckle a little bit. Your phone calls, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We really need you today. <clears throat> yes. So don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. It is 23 minutes past the hour. Kickoff hour is live, and we thank you for being a part of it. Don't forget, next week, Rick and Bubba on their spring break vacation. For them, it's come a little bit early, uh, but we will be holding down the fort doing Rick and Bubba best of shows in their absence. Uh, and so make sure that you tune in for that. We'll have a good time together playing some of the best moments in Rick and Bubba history. Uh, that is all of next week. If you're listening live, uh, today is the 6th of March. All right. Uh, so as we come back last night, um, we, we, you know, we have a couple of, uh, Terry and I have a couple of boys, uh, playing, uh, right now, uh, Tyler is injured. He's trying to work through that. So he's not having to travel with uh, Jacksonville State baseball, they're going up uh, to Illinois um, uh, this uh, this weekend. So he actually ran home for the for the weekend, which is awesome to see him. Hey, he's hurt, but he's working through it. He's a pitcher, you know how that goes. Oh yeah, he'll get hurt. Uh, and uh, and so he's working through that. And uh, it's, it's one of these weird injuries where it's like a an impingement in his rotator cuff that won't mm. quite heal, and it's very frustrating. Even the doctors are going, "Wait a minute, this shouldn't be happening like this." But so uh, be praying for him. Hopefully he'll bounce back. His last year, fifth-year senior, he's graduated and all that uh, and uh, hadn't been able to play yet. So uh, anyway, uh, JC's uh, on high school varsity, and then you got Reese on JV. And normally we are – I mean, we got a spreadsheet out, and we're split up, and we're going everywhere, right? Uh, and uh, last night uh, we were with JC, and they're um, – you know, perfect game is is known uh, for more of the travel ball type world, uh, but every now and then it enters straight up high school baseball too. And they're hosting uh, in Hoover, Alabama. Uh, they're hosting a huge perfect game high school uh, tournament yeah. where it's got like thirty some odd high school teams across the country, and some of the arms and and the talent there is really something else. And he had a game, JC did with his team uh, out of Helena uh, last night starting at 6. Well, they've got turf fields. Well, the only, as, as it would, it would just luck would have it, the only field that doesn't have turf we were playing on. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, now it, it drained really well, but there was a big delay because, you know, where, it, where we live, it rained till about 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And it's been raining for yeah. a year. So the 1 o'clock <laughs> game stopped, started about 2.30, which means that game went late. And blah, so anyway, by the time the six o'clock game rolls around, it's starting at about seven forty-five. So you start doing the math, and you're like, "This Late. isn't good, boys." And they're like, mm. "Hey, we're getting these in tonight. We got a full day tomorrow. Got a full day Saturday. We got to get these in." So we start and we play that first game uh, against against Cartersville, Georgia, uh, and we finish about I don't know, maybe nine. Nine something, nine thirty, nine forty, something. I can't remember. It's all running together. All right. Hey, next up, uh, we get with next team. Thirty minutes. We're starting in thirty minutes. So we're like, it's oh already post nine o'clock. It's already, and I'm oh, thinking, I'm already, I'm all, I, all, I should already be in bed. What, what's going mm-hmm. on here? And so we uh, we get cranked up, and I noticed about 
I don't know, maybe the first inning, bottom of the first. I noticed that, wow, it's getting foggy. I mean, the fog seems to really be kind of getting heavy, and I haven't made a comment. I said, hey, it looks like the outfielder, uh, outfielders are standing in fog, like there's a fog machine, and, yeah. and it's, it's covering them up to their knees. And then all of a sudden, the fog started coming in, and you couldn't really see much. It was like, this is getting kind of strange here. It's really, really bad. His Adler showing uh, on uh, on TV. This really doesn't uh, give it justice as far as how yeah, bad it, it is. Does, wow. Okay. Anything above. Right. But, but in the outfield, what we're showing on YouTube, you can't really hard even read the scoreboard. Yeah, go, I go, mean, go back. That's what I was going to say. You can't see the outfielders. No, no, it, yeah. And this is well, you look. You cannot up. when he goes full screen. Right. You cannot see the outfielders. Can't, yeah. And so finally, imagine a ball up it, in the line. I guess it got to the fifth it inning. Not. It got to the fifth inning. And let me. You you ready for what? 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 Basically, finally, the umpire said, "Okay, this is it. We're done." Um, and there was already discussion. I, I saw the, the the head coaches getting with the umpires once or twice prior to this, going, "Is it, uh, hey, is this safe? Should we be yeah. out here?" Yeah, Somebody you know. But but bounce off their forehead. But outside right field down there, you can see other lights off in the distance. If you're seeing this on YouTube, and they've got five of the games going on down there, so. It's like, well, if they're going, I guess we need to go. Yeah. And then people would go to the concession stand and come back and go, hey, guys, it's bad here. You ought to see down there. I don't see I think you, you can't see anything. Uh, and so finally, Good. we hit a ball to left field. <laughs> okay, it got much worse than that. But where you, you saw how the outfielders yeah. uh, look. The, the third baseman started looking that bad. Yeah, I mean, so it was that bad. Completely gone. Yeah, it's like, okay, where are the outfielders? <clears throat> Do we have any? Um, so we're up to Playing bat. Playing baseball in the clouds. We're, we're up to bat, yeah. and we hit the ball to left field. And it was, a, it was a good hit, but when when they hit the ball, everybody turns around, and we don't know what's happened. We can't see the outfielders. So the ball goes into the fog, and we have no idea what's we going on. We can't see the ball. We can't see where the left fielder's running, where the center fielder's want running. And our coach is just going, okay, let's go. And he's giving that windmill like, we had runners on base, let's go. And, and so they start running out there. And we, we don't even know what's going on. Like, where is everybody? Well, come to find out, the outfitters are running around. They can't find the ball. That's They're all going, work. I think it's over. They're screaming, trying to figure out where the ball's going. And then all of a sudden, you start to see the shortstop moving like he's trying to cut the ball, and it starts to come back in. Kid hits a stand-up triple and clears the bases. And they're like, okay, we've got to – We've got to stop this. We we don't even know where the ball is when it's hit. In to that the situation, of course, there's really no precedent. Probably, what could you go ground rule double? I mean, in that because they couldn't find the ball in the yeah. fog, right? You know what no, I'm saying? You, well, could you put the guy make exactly. you go back to so. second, right? Yeah. Right. And I did have to ask the umpires. Now, last inning when we had the problem, y'all didn't stop it, but we're stopping it now. But it needed to be stopped. <laughs> you knew, it really you needed knew to be stopped. Yeah, it's like you didn't have. <laughs> hey, hey, head coach for the other team, you weren't complaining last half inning. When y'all were hitting the ball, but but when what, the outfitters actually cannot physically when, when, find when, a ball, when we a can't see, and you ready? You want to know what did us in? Yeah, what did us in was oh wow, I'm late. Uh, what did us in was the other games ended and they turned all their life lights off, and it's like we were just playing in the dark almost. Rick we'll be right Bubba, back. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes until top of the hour. 
It's the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Is a lady comes from all around. I know uh, those of you on YouTube can't hear this, but we're playing um, Greta Van Fleet, and I really wish I could sing like this. She walks kind of funny, I think she knows. Day by day by day, all I wish that was your voice. <laughs> She's a lantern in the night. She's out of sight. Sorry, YouTube. I'm just letting it breathe a little bit. Oh. This is really the part right here that I wish I could sing right yeah, here. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at imemories.com slash Bubba. You know, I realized this when we moved not too long ago. We got a lot of crap uh, in boxes and stuff, yeah. like pictures and stuff, and I'm like... Man, these pictures are just kind of getting old and fading. What are we going to do with these, you know? And this is where our memories can kind of come in. If you have boxes of older family home movie films, videotapes, photos, and slides that hold um, some of the more precious family mm-hmm. memories, uh, that that's where our memories can kind of jump in and help you a little bit. Uh, they can digitally convert all of your home movies and photos with our memories. They even have a cool app that comes along so you can follow along and view and share through your mobile devices, but let them come alongside you and convert all of these old photos and videos to digital formats, uh, and uh, then you have them forever. Uh, right now, you can go to imembers.com slash Bubba. That's use promo code Bubba and get 20% off your order. So here we go. Uh, digitize your older home movies and photos today by going to imembers.com slash Bubba and then use promo code Bubba to get 20% off your order. That's imembers.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so back to uh, last night. If you missed it, um, we had the uh, the fog game of 2020, uh, and it was actually shut down when the ball was hit to the outfield and the outfielders were running around and they couldn't find the ball uh, because it was so they, – they didn't see it hit. They didn't know where it went, and then they were just running around trying to find it, which means we kept running the bases. And finally, the, the, the umpire said, and that's it. We're, we're calling the game. It's, it. it's over. Right. And I, Speedy, I, go home, go to bed. And I got to tell you, I wasn't complaining because you probably would have seen – Because that was the fifth inning. We play seven. Uh, I probably would have seen one o'clock. You weren't complaining, but you did get on the umpire about, I hey, did. what about last inning? Well, it wasn't the problem last inning. When we're, when <laughs> and, we're and running, plus, we're when running around in right field, can't find the ball. Y'all just and had been a better off. It would have been better off for you if you could have left the inning before. Yeah. You should have called yeah, it then. Yeah, call it then. I'm sleepy. You could have been home. I mean, come on. Uh, and so, bound. and so, you know, uh, it's one of those things where everybody starts the joke. Hey, Speedy, you just gonna go spend the night at the studio with Greg? You know, oh, I mean, why, why are you going home, buddy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just, man, you lay down, you're gonna be getting up, which was true. Yeah, it is yeah, valid, yeah. right? Uh, and so, we get home, and Reese, why your head swelled up? Reese was the smart one. <laughs> Reese, the youngest one, he said, "And I'm out. I am not going. I got." School tomorrow, games tomorrow. He's got a doubleheader today. I am not going. So he was in bed just loving life. Smart decision. Smart. Uh, I looked at Terry, and I said, honey, I love you dearly, but there's no sense in two of us being miserable. No sense at all. If you'll vapor, no. first of all, there's so much fog, nobody will even know you left. Okay? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, JC can't even see over here right now. Um, matter of fact, I don't think he, he even knows we're here. Yeah. Uh, so He's you just baseball you, in the cloud. Yeah, you vapor and you head on out. So she vapored kind of. Plus, maybe, I want you out of here when I get on these umps in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about the second inning of that game, she said, right. "I'm out." Uh, Tyler was in town, as I said. So we get home, we start yucking it up, and I realize, wait a minute, I've got to go to work. 
you know, and the dogs are going crazy because Tyler's home. Ooh. You know, they're jumping all over him and, you know, barking and stuff. And Terry's trying to sleep. Leo's jumping all over everything. Yeah. And I'm like, Tyler, buddy, we got rules in here, buddy. Yeah. And uh, and so I only take him back to college. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. Yeah, I let's bet y'all take let's care lose your, your deposit for the apartment when he chews the whole place up. Not doing that. Um, so uh, it disappears on Nesbitt Lake Road. Right. So uh, I've had about a two hour nap, and I'm here today, but uh, looking forward to it. But that, yeah, that was my night last night. Yeah, it was a uh, sleepy. I'm gonna get a sleepy. Uh, back at it today. Uh, he's got JC's got one. Reese's got two. Mm. Um, home of Jeff Malden, Hewitt Trustful, Alabama. Reese will be going mm. there. Uh, and he's got a doubleheader later. So well, you'll sleep sometime this weekend. Yeah, we'll have a good time with it. Uh, it, it at least uh, it'll happen. You know, at some point. I, like, but you know, when you're tired and you look at your day and you're like, so there's no break. And, and there's probably tons of people listening right now, watching. He goes, "Yes, yeah, Speedy, I know. I've got that day today. So we're together. But we'll be hanging out, having a good time." Um, so uh, your phone calls eight six six Weeby Big. Uh, a lot happening today. Did you see this William Shatner story? Uh, yeah, you know, so William Shatner has just, headline, I'll tell you that. he's just gone through a divorce and, um, he and his ex-wife, Elizabeth Martin have, um, well, they've come to an agreement well, that's good. on how they're going to, you know, divvy also. up all their assets. And apparently William Shatner was awarded. You know, my Bill Shatner. Um, well, how do you say this? Um, horse semen. So evidently, well, they're so you said it. They're well, that's you ask how you said it. Well, I thought you said, we were, how do I say this? Wow! I mean, if, if, we're, if, if it's part of the settlement, it, it must be a pretty high breed, right? I mean, horse good gracious! Did you not ask me a question? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I thought we were gonna go like, what are we gonna say? That's a thing. Horse and horse and bull semen. Yes, that's, that's big okay. business. That's twice. Big business. We're You've counting. seen Secretariat. That's I have too. Deer. That's yes. That's deer breed. Moultrie's right. gonna be here today. Yeah. He can talk to us about it. Did y'all know that William Shatner is eighty-eight now? I didn't know that he had a Denny horse Curry. that he was. They were they were married. Of. He and Elizabeth Martin were married for eighteen years. I've been down. How old is he? He's eighty eight. Eighty eight. They reached a divorce settlement this week, and they're taking away uh, their own belongings and and sharing it. You know, is as equal and as yeah. they can. And and he got this part. Okay, That's a big win for him. They split up. They have four horses. They split okay. them up. Mm-hmm. But he got to keep that. What do he keep? That. Horse semen. Okay, that's it's a it's a it look. That's three I, times. I like horse racing. I like movies about it. Secretary was phenomenal. They talk about all the stud books and everything in there. It's a big business. Here's the this line. Big Here's business, what it says. Guys. Along with his two horses, Shatner was awarded horse breeding equipment and all horse semen. There you go. That's that was the four. report. Hold up your four. That that was the the product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about that? <laughs> By the way, they also on. say, and they also <laughs> split their homes in case we are. Oh, well, I don't know what you're about to say. Sure. All right, so um, have you uh, listen to this uh, the sound effect here to tell in oh, listen, Kentucky? Listen, listen. serious. What's that at the end? I oh, know it says. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time it's I've like ever. Like a bird or something. What is that? What if this is William Shatner? Listen, listen. You hear I that? I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's a good pickup. It's like <laughs> the court documents show the couple had a prenuptial agreement in place, which allows the 88-year-old to keep his Star Trek royalties. So that's probably worth Ooh. a lot of money. So he had that in the old prenup. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he keeps that and his uh, royalties from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff right there. Um, that, that was his fourth marriage. Sure. 
But yeah. yeah, but he was married to her for eighteen years. Of course, he's eighty-eight. Yeah. So I mean, so he married her when he was seventy. Yeah. Come on, uh, look at us. We can do math. Apparently, MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's another story. Let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, that's funny. That <laughs> is funny. That is. Hey, trying to be sharp. Hey, can y'all believe? <laughs> and then just wrong as two left shoes. Oh, I mean, wrong. Uh, I hadn't heard that in a while, heard Greg. That. Huh? I like how you said that too. Yeah. You got to eyebrows up a little bit. Yeah, you know. Those yeah, two well, left shoes are wrong. Well, let's stay on time and come back and discuss that. Plus. Uh, we have a stadium employee for the XFL that maybe shouldn't have gone to work. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll discuss that as well. Plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Stretch Armstrong, he's yawning a little bit, stretching, getting ready for the day. Uh, plus your uh, calls there, and he's screening them up. And Eddie Van Aller, he's got YouTube Live in HD. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. What's everybody, Greg? I'm a friend. That's right. What else you want them to do? All right, Jordan. Fire it in there. All right. We're rolling. Oh, do what, Bubba? Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. We got to uh, as uh, we roll on back, your phones are being screened up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, this one here we tease going to the break. All right, so... Um, Greg, I know this is your favorite story of the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I love people trying to be sharp and it blows up. We're mind. right there with you. MSNBC's Brian Williams. He's got a New York Times uh, editor with him. Well, on, you know what? He's got an excuse because he's suffering from PTSD from that war he was in. <laughs> right. Remember when he right, claimed he was I over there taking on yeah. gunfire yeah. and he yeah. come to find out he wasn't even there? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're, they're talking about how much money Bloomberg, Mini Mike, uh, he, how much money he blew on advertising? Yeah, right. And reports are he spent about five hundred million. Is that right? Something like that. Yes, yeah. All right. half a billion. Right. Uh, and I'll let you t- just run from it, uh, run with it here, Greg. But they basically can't do math. Yeah, the basically the U.S. population is three hundred twenty-seven million. Correct. They claim that he could have given each American. One million and still had money left over. Mm-hmm. I feel like a one million dollar check would be life changing for people. Yet he wasted it all on ads and still lost. Now they pulled this tweet just from whoever, right? Because like now, if you have a Twitter account, apparently right. you're a journalist. I want to stop right now. Okay, I'm an idiot. Number one. Okay, okay. not a good student. Right. And in in the information you have given me right now, I know that's not right. Yeah, correct. Yes. Okay, it took yeah. me a whole 60 seconds. Right, right. To f- figure that out. They think there's 327 people that live in this country. Well, according to that was <laughs> the next. I mean, 327, 327 three, oh my gosh, Speedy. 327 million people it's live in this country. Correct. And they think with Bloomberg spending $500 million, that everybody will get a million dollars and he'll have stuff left over. But That's what they were saying. But yes. they were incorrect. Correct. Everybody yeah. would yeah, get $1.53 yes. per person. Right. You know, I mean, they can't even ride the subway. And again, now we just grabbed this off of Twitter. Just random. We didn't, nobody, I mean, because I hear it all the time. We talked about it before. Yeah. You listen to a story and they'll go, Frank on Twitter says, well, right. who cares? Who is Frank? 
Who's or who Frank. is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big Daddy Dot Slash says, <laughs> I mean, Big it Daddy do, Dot. It doesn't matter. We just, but these idiots, they, and they get on their table, they like, hey, listen to this fact. Hey, hold out now. Hold on now. Hold on. I got something And then here. someone else threw a random Twitter out that said, hey, yeah, they'd be right if we had 327 people in America. They correct. would be correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But instead, we don't. Uh, their so, number is right as far as how many we live here, but wow. it, they're terribly wrong on what everybody would because take home. It, they take home a dollar fifty-three per person. That's different than us looking at it in here and going, "Hey," and we're trying to do the math and come up with something stupid. This is a major news station. I mean, you know, yeah. Well, it's a New York Times editor. I'm and, just saying, how many people looked at it before we said, "Let's go with that." There had to be a bunch of people that were in on going, hey, let's run this one. Yeah, maybe like a, any, a producer nobody said, went, hey, hey, I got a good tweet here we need to look at yeah. something. I'm just saying they didn't just randomly pick it up and go, well, look at this. A lot of people signed yeah. off on that. Yeah, they Don't did. forget that. That's right. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We also just did a William Shatner uh, story where he's 88 mm-hmm. and is uh, divorcing his wife. Uh, they have uh, figured out what they're splitting up. Yes. And uh, yeah. they've – He gets the horse semen. He does. That's five. This is worth a lot. Of I money. thought we had gone past that. Now uh, that's well, five. It's the story. It's, I didn't it's know they why we brought Kentucky. the story. Up. I mean, they live in Kentucky. We didn't bring, hey, hey, they're big time breeders. We did not bring the story up to talk about who got the furniture and who got the house. That's we true. didn't. We didn't bring yeah. it up for that. No, okay. the divorces happen every day, unfortunately, and we brought this up specifically <laughs> because of the horses. Right. Well, people want to weigh in on that. Brad uh, is in Salem, Indiana. What's up, Brad? Hey, not much. How you guys doing today? Y'all look good on uh, YouTube. Oh, there thank you, you buddy. Looking sharp, Thanks, sure, Brad. Man. I don't look tired. No. Yeah, hey, Speedy, I got a question about the Shatner thing. Uh-huh. Uh, last night on the news, I live close enough to Lexington that you hear all the horse news and stuff. It said that he was only worth $100 million, and I heard you say something that he got control of the French Star Trek franchise. Yes. It seems like that's an awful low number. I wonder if the $100 million was just for what he got out of the horses, or is that a combination <clears throat> to everything? Hmm. I'm sure he gets a check you, buddy. for the Star Trek every year. It probably just varies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, if he would have gave all that money to everybody in the United States, we'd all we'd all have five hundred thousand dollars. Exactly. I thought you, huh? I thought you were going to say he we, all, we all would have a little bit of a little bit of the horse. I'm I didn't sure know what you're going to say his prenup is like on future earnings. Like I'm sure every year he gets a check for his Star Trek. I don't know what yeah. his cut. You know, he may not have a huge cut in the Star Trek franchise. Yeah, I don't I know. You know, but whatever his cut is, he mm-hmm. gets. Let's she jump over to it. Illinois and go to Clay. Clay, what's up? Hey, yeah, this thing with uh, uh, William Shatner reminds me of a guy and his wife was 90 and 92, and uh, they were getting divorced. And the judge says, hey, uh, I, I'll give you the divorce, but I, I'd just like to know why. They said, well, we're waiting until the kids were dead. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So that was a joke. See, I thought it was. I thought it was real. I was leaning in. I really wanted to know. I started feeling it turn. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Boaz, Alabama. Hey, good delivery. Mark is standing by. Mark. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? We're good. We're all right. I was just. I was just gonna say about the uh, Twitter guy who can't do math. Uh, now y'all realize uh, why there are so many burners, Bernie Sanders supporters out there. People <laughs> just cannot do math. Bernie that's Sanders a good point. Cannot do math. Right. You're correct. Yeah. That's a great that's point. That's good. You're right. Uh, let's go over to Gadsden where Greg is standing by Greg. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Hey, how about right. you, Greg? How about it? In, in, in the horse breeding business to, to, to keep things gentle, we call it the essence of equine. 
Uh, the, es- the essence of what? <laughs> essence of equine. Equine? Say it again. Equine. Equine, like E Q U I N E, equine. Oh, like oh, equestrian. I got it. Well, okay, I got it. See, we're not horse equine. people. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The essence equine. of equine. That makes better. Let's go with that. I do like that better. Uh-huh. Thank you, Greg. Honey, I want his equine. Could have used that an hour ago. But but during the if they'd have said that during the article, they'd have said, "Well, what is that?" And right. Had in parentheses, it would say. Yeah, yeah. I know we right. would know. I can tell you that. The essence is that of where equine. they get the word equestrian. I'm assuming. I guess it is. No, I call them horseback riders. <laughs> <laughs> Still wish uh, Adler was a jockey. Raise your hand if you do. I think he'd own the world. Oh, he's built like it. Oh ready. yeah, Isn't he? Adler. I tell you, but now he'd be a giant in that world. <clears throat> I was gonna say he would yeah, be big in that world. He'd be like red on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's By the way, Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit. Biscuit's a great movie. Yeah. Oh, isn't it? oh yeah. And the oh. Astros get hit. It is. The Astros have, get hit. No one has um, let me know because Adler week. says today he wants to get hit if they were. So <laughs> I don't think any Astros have been hit. Okay, right. well, let's hit him anyway. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Be, and then next week, if one gets hit, we won't hit somebody. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. We could yeah. go ahead. Yeah, we could bank. go ahead. Get if ahead of he wants to come on break. in. Yeah, we got about That's a minute right. and a half. See, I think Adler he, that we're showing on YouTube, but Jack, I really think if he was in that world, oh, look he him, would be man. like, he looks like that. Anyway. Oh man, he would be the man, and nobody That's would mess posture. with you, Adler, because you know jujitsu. So you'd be like, hey man, I know Brazilian. Has jiu-jitsu. Adler ever been on a horse though? I don't know. So I think that well, he probably Texas. requires well, you know, somebody it, that, he's from that knows how to ride a horse. <laughs> he is from San Antonio. <clears throat> horse. Oh, I've ridden a horse before, gentlemen. You By the way, don't. Don't ride a horse in shorts. Okay. <laughs> do not do that. It's public service idea. announcement. I was a kid in Texas. I was in thighs. Got, in a, got on a horse and just the leather oh. just chewed up the inside of my legs. By the end of the ride, I was just like hovering on the stirrups. Nobody tipped you off? I mean, I was a stupid kid. I wouldn't I'm, have thought about it. I'm sure my dad was like, you need to wear jeans. And I was like, I don't need to do nothing. You know, something <laughs> right, stupid right. like that. You're not to bother me. And you know what Where my dad are, probably but... said? He was like, you know what he said? Fine. Live and fine. learn. Do it, buddy. <laughs> Live with it. Hey, at the end of the day, he said you learn something. But I think my jockey form is pretty good. Yeah, okay, let yeah, me see it. see it. We want to see that, and then yeah. you're going to get hit with the tennis ball. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah! Yeah! That's it. That's you on a horse. That's it. Go, Adler! Go, Adler! Down the stretch he goes. He almost fell. He almost fell. Look. Hey, hold the reins, but hey, 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 two hands like this. What are you doing? I'm riding a horse. Adler, please be a jockey. Learn how to do that. You'd be a giant in that world. I'd be awesome. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. Hello, hello, hello. A brand new hour has begun. We start with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, uh, here's Faith Hill.
is eight and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show unpacking another day for you. And uh, we're excited. We're ready to go. And uh, we have much to cover. Right out of the gate, the Bassmaster Classic. Uh, rolling through uh, our state. And those of you that will be fishing up at Lake Gunnersville, they'll be doing the big weigh-ins there in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, they've got their expo going on today. Dan Moultrie will come in and tell you if you love to fish, some of the things you need to be looking for. Uh, as we have the, the some of the Pradco fishing team here today. Bluebell's dropping by a new flavor. Uh, we'll talk about that today. And we'll interview Jeremy Camp. His life story uh, is being made into a movie. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend, we talked to one of the Irwin brothers who uh, produced the movie. But we'll talk to Jeremy Camp today, uh, whose life story is the movie. Uh, and it is uh, an incredible story. It'll be in theaters everywhere. March the 16th. So uh, our interview with Jeremy Camp happening on the program a little bit later today. Of course, your phone calls will be pouring in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll chat with you, find out what you want to talk about today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all of Team Rick and Bubba is on the field and ready to go. I I haven't seen intern, but I think it may be Stretch Armstrong. Uh, Across the way, look at there. There's uh, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as the silver young one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch cheaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master out of Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome in to the Rick and Bubba Show. We're glad to have you. Pull come, up a chair. Come on. I've been burning bright. Sing it, Zach. So long I can remember. Pretty girls in late night, night bars seem to be my line of work. That's right. Believe me when I say I can't stay this high forever. Everybody, come on. This man's had all he can stand. Time to lay this bottle down. Somebody say, Sweet Annie. Sweet Annie. Can I stay with you a while? Cause this road's been putting miles on my heart. Sweetheart, I've been living in a fantasy. But one day that man will strike and the bark will lose his bite. But don't give up on me. Y'all don't give up on me. Somebody say, hey. Sweet Annie. There it is. Zach Brown band Sweet Annie. Bub, how are you? I'm great, sir. How are you? Well, I'm just uh, I'm getting ready to see what I'm going to be throwing today. I got uh, got a lot of fishing lures coming through here in just a minute. I might throw a little bit. We're on vacation next week. Yeah, I will be. that? Let me tell you, if unless, unless the floods continue, I'll be throwing next week. You can count on it. You know what? Uh-huh. I, I was looking at the weather. I think we got a few days of rain at the first part we do. of it. We do. I mean, this is really – I mean, the joke used to be it rained on the weekends and it was sunny yeah. during the week. But yeah. We, yeah. we've we got this strange pattern going. It seemed like it's been going on forever. Well, we'll have like two days of sunshine over the weekend and then rain for five days and That's then right. two days again. Yeah. And we've had record rainfalls where we live this year so far. So – and uh, while that is uh, sometimes can be good, what it really means is in July we won't have a drop 
but uh, yeah, well, whatever. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll we'll deal with that as it comes. Uh, let's face it, we, we, coronavirus may get us before July. That's right. Who knows? So Who anyway, knows? we'll uh, we'll do that. But yeah, looking forward to that. We are on vacation next week. Uh, Bubba and I will be on vacation, and then Team Rick and Bubba will rotate. They'll take some days, and then be here to do some best of shows. You'll have a different guy uh, on any given day. And uh, so enjoy those moments while we are away, and then uh, we'll be back and, and ready to uh, uh, to continue whatever a week from Monday is. Uh, all right, so um, so we sixteenth, sixteenth. All right, so we're we're unpacking today. By the way, make a note. I know we have some things. I know, Bubba, you want to tell us about your purchase on the black market. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I saw- well, I, I want to ask a question. I, I think I made a black market purchase. I'm not sure. But that's uh, well, okay. Yeah, that's a, well, look, I know you talking about CBD oil. Now you might be capable of doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling <laughs> you. Uh, we, uh, we, uh, <laughs> who are you, you crazy that's person? A good, that's a good one. <laughs> let's let's go back to 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 this. It's funny to watch. Uh, well, that's another topic. But uh, Speedy, don't you settle down for what I'm about to say because it's not time for you yet. Okay, okay. settle, okay. All right. settle. You still got about a week. I saw the movie Richard Jewell last night. How was it? Really good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch that. Right. It's, First a, chance, it's purchase only right now, so you just calm okay. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it worth, it, was it worth the purchase? Uh, Yeah, it was. Okay. It wouldn't be for you, but it was for me. And, and okay. Does it make it more intriguing to you that we live through that? We were actually on there talking about it. it. And we had somebody call the show who said they were Richard Jewell at one point. That's, That's right. That, that, that absolutely. And I think he was being complimentary of us for being fair about the accusations, if I remember correctly. I, I do want to say something that has nothing to do with the movie. Not everybody says that, but he did. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I want to say something <laughs> that it has nothing to do with the movie, but it, I thought it was an interesting historical fact. Okay. Okay, and I'll, I'll hold that. But right. and it's just an, it's a historical fact. Something I'd always wondered because you ever d- t- say to yourself, "Hey, man, if I did that, man, would that would that how would I get past that later? Oh. You know, would it bother me the rest of my life and all that?" So, uh, so you know, because anytime Sherry and I, and I know y'all do the same thing. Anytime we watch a movie based on a a, a true story, first of all, watching a movie before Rick is important because I'll tell you what happens. That's right. Okay, watching a, a based on a true story before Greg is important because he'll ruin it. Mm-hmm. You know, because he'll make you think that, that nothing, you keep looking for the things that really didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, and I have to admit, I, I had to push through some of that. No, oh, I no, bet you get a lot of that. Knowing that you were hovering. Uh, but from what I could gather, uh, but what do you do when you do a based on a true story? Immediately when it's over, you get out and start reading. Start, yeah, you go oh, yeah. look and yeah, see what the real story is. Hey, I wonder what happened to so and so. Yeah. 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 And we don't know why this movie didn't do better at the box office. I don't, well, you say it was the name. You think. Well, I think I think it hurt it. I, I, I do because I think it was confusing. I think those of us that are older, you thought that Rich, guy looks like you thought Richard Jewell. By the way, found out that actor. This is like his first major role. Oh, as far as a major role. I the only reason he got it is because he looks like Richard Jewell. Correct. Well, he's a dead ringer for him. And did a really really good job. By the way, how was Kathy Bates? And she was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. I thought she played Richard Jewell. She's yeah. scary. And, <laughs> and of course, Greg Sam. What's his name that we love in every movie? He is phenomenal. In it. That plays uh, Rockwell. Rick, yeah, that plays yeah. Richard Jewell's. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> attorney. He's fantastic in it. I mean, I can't. Why didn't this? I, I, maybe it's like we discussed earlier. Just maybe the name and the way it yeah. just didn't. If you weren't familiar with the story and you see a movie called Richard Jewell, it just doesn't make you. That's go. why I was going to say. It should have been titled different. Yes. I think so. I think and marketed different or something. I think where they messed up is they said, "Oh, we all know what this is." Well, yeah, people our age do, but if you're younger, you, they thought Richard Jewell on the screen. You didn't know what they're talking about. No. Maybe I, it should have been some other title, and then the, the secondary title, the story of Richard. Jewell. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I think that. I think you're right. That's what they should have done. All right, we'll talk fishing when we come back. Uh, the practical products are here. Moultrie is here. 
Uh, we'll, we, he's got there's just stuff laying around everywhere. I don't know what all this is. I'm telling you. But we'll we'll jump in, and if you're looking for a, you know what the pros fish with, we can tell you. Yeah, because you always want to know. Hey, Bub, what are you what are you throwing? What do you, what do you <laughs> what suggest? You Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, we're back. Eight six six, we be big. Thanks for being with us today. Much to do as uh, we go forward. Mention that the Bassmaster Classic is rolling this weekend. Uh, the big expo. Uh, if you're coming to our city, Birmingham, Alabama, if you're going to be uh, attending the old expo today. Uh, getting ready for the Bassmaster Classic. Of course, they'll be fishing at Lake Gunnersville, but Birmingham will have the expo. And uh, our old friend Moultrie has made his way back, and we are excited to talk to the Director of Product Development, Chad Warner, making his Rick and Bubba debut. Uh, and uh, But we're going to be talking about fishing and what's available from Pradgo and what we're throwing and what you need to be throwing and, 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 and all. Moultrie, welcome back. Chad, welcome to the show. Thank Rick, you. Rick, what you know? I'm fine. Well, I'm ready. I'm how about, re- let's how, go. How about we bring in all 17 of our national and international brands, but we're bringing in the man that makes all the baits, and you always want to know what bait to use? Yes, or, I do. Or, or what bait's secret out there that nobody knows about yes. and how those get done? This is the guy, Ladies Chad. You. Chad the man. They're secret for a reason, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Chad, I got to know, do you ever go out fishing and you just they're not biting? No, they're yeah. always biting. You, you always find make a spot. it happen. Yeah, yeah. Got to find the spot, but you got to be. You got. You got presentation. You got to know what to throw in the right kind of conditions and That's all right. this. Right. You got to know right. it. You got to know it. How much fun is it for your livelihood to be based on your developing the next thing to catch fish? <laughs> oh man, I'll take it all. I'll take all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it because. When you win, you win big. Yes, that's right. That's true. Right. That's, go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit because I know fishermen, and not like I say my my dad and grandfather, just incredible fishermen, and they're always talking. Rick, it's presentation. What are you throwing? I remember my dad is. We always laugh at you can throw any plastic worm you want to, any color as long as it's purple. As long as it's purple. As long as it's purple. Right. But, but you know, you know, you're, those, not those, old, those, you're not old enough. <laughs> I, know, I know the purple. Those old school guys. Those old school. But let's talk about that for a minute. It really does matter. You don't just you just don't go to your tackle box and say, "Here's a body of water." On any given day, pull out something randomly and throw it out there. You, you, there's a lot to this, and you need to be educated on on what works and in, in, in places and when and where and all that. That's right. It's only it's it only it's only gotten tougher. You know, as mm-hmm. time goes on, you fish have more fishing pressure. Uh, so, in terms of pr- bait presentation, what you're throwing, what color you're throwing, how deep you're fishing in the water column, all those things come into play. So it's not just toss it out and think you're going to get a bite. All Catch. those baits can change. Though you look at the weather pattern. Chad and I were just talking in the other room. Look at the rain we've gotten and yep. the weather pattern. Those fishermen know where those fish were the last time the weather was like this, but what baits they may have been planning to fish with has all changed, hasn't it, I you mean, bet. That, that, that whole deal's changed. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. talking about this. You know, we had a couple of guys mm-hmm. come through yesterday. So rain, 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 rain. Where we, those of you around the country, it's it's been rain, 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 rain. But now today, clearing. You know, the, it's going to clear. It's going to get a little colder. Yep. Mm-hmm. So everything they've done in practice, because it was actually kind of warm, Mm-hmm. and rainy now it's going to be clear 
and a little bit colder. So that changes everything, right? You betcha. Those fish will move, and they'll move throughout the day, too, on those guys because we're in the pre-spawn time right now, so those fish are always moving, either moving from the staging area up to spawn, and when this cold front pushes through, they're going to push back from if they were pushing up to spawn, now they're going to push back again. It's going to hold them off a little bit. So it's going to throw a wrench in some guys' some guys' plans for sure. Chad, you mentioned pressure a minute ago. We yeah. think about pressure when it comes to deer hunting and other things. Talk a little bit about fish pressure. Yeah. What, what exactly is that? Is that, hey, I keep biting stuff and people are pulling me out of the water so I'm not going to eat as much or just that they've got a lot to eat? What, what does that mean exactly? Well, you got to think that's it, you know, and you get, you'd get tired of your ribs getting ripped or lips getting ripped off, you know, <laughs> at, you know, time after time and again. But, but those fish get conditioned to seeing certain baits. So those guys are going to be throwing a lot of rattle traps, a lot of booyah, hard knockers, one knockers, things like that, a lot of vibrating baits. And so those fish get conditioned to those baits. And so that's what we mean by pressure, you know, just constant pounding of those baits coming by, whether it's a bladed bait, a bladed jig, a vibrating bait, a spinner bait, you know, they get, they see that and see that and get conditioned to that. And so they know, Hey, I'm about to get yanked out of the water. I'm not going to eat that. So you have to change up and do something different. Now, now Rick asked Chad, y'all have accused us of the black Panther cover up. No, here we go. Ask them, is there a secret bait that some of the fishermen are getting to fish with or not? We- yeah, I mean, there's some stuff down there, but I hate to say below the water, but you know what I'm saying. Below the water. Below definitely. the water, yeah. Below the water. Yeah, we got two guys, Micah Frazier and Stetson Blaylock. So uh, I was driving down Monday in a big 27-foot box truck hauling our booth stuff, and my, uh, Stetson calls me up and says, hey, uh, I, need some more of that. I need some more of that Norman bait. And I'm mm. like, dude, I'm in Alabama right now driving a box truck. How am I going to get you a bait? He said, uh, you just got to make it happen. I got to get it. And see, these guys get this in their head that oh, yeah. that's the only thing that I can catch them on. He said, man. And they got to have it. I said, yeah, they got to have it. He said, <laughs> it's about uh, the confidence in the, yeah, the, the fish. Yeah, that's what it really is. Yeah. 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 yeah, he said, man, when I get a bite on this, it goes in the live well. He's mm-hmm. like, I got to have some more. I said, all right, I'll make it happen. So we've got a, we've got a bait in Norman we're working on. Uh, it's a prototype bait. And uh, he's catching them on it. So is Micah Frazier. So we've got our fingers crossed that that might be the magic, the juice for them this so week. The, so they, so they, they test it. You see the good results. And then at some point, all of us can have it. That's what I mean. Eventually. Okay, yeah. eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rick, you may get it a little before everybody. Well, I, I can make little, that happen. <laughs> hey, look, I was talking to Motri and, and I, Chad, and, and I, I got this bait. They're they trying to use under the under the radar. But <laughs> Chad, let, let me ask you just a because I know you have to study this, just the reflex of the fish. But and uh, yeah, that's, that's pure chaos. Right? See it right there. There they go. There they go. Did I just see a giant fish chasing a giant lure? Yes, you did. Hey, that's a dinger. Yes, you Bubba, did. Bubba, you got to. That's a dinger. That's the bait. I didn't know what. That was. Oh no! Here it comes again. I thought it was a bugle. I didn't know what he was chasing. Bubba, you did when it first walked up. I thought it was a radio consultant. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, right there, my big boy. Look at him. Oh, that's so good. Look, he's trying to catch up. The bass is chasing. That is hilarious. If folks want to see those guys, those guys are going to be at the expo (laughs) all three days. In and around our booth, but all around the whole show, but mainly in our booth. So, Chad, as far as the the reflex (laughs) of the fish to go after something, what is more important, that it looks like something they like? Or that it's making a sound, or it's moving. What 
what triggers the fish the most? So what, what is it so, looking for? There's so many variables to that question. Right. So, uh, and I'm sorry to throw such uh, a hang on, hang on, because we got we're up against heartbreak because we got to explain that. When we come yeah, back. yeah, gotcha. Okay. All right, because we're going to jump into that and we come back. So, Dan, tell us this weekend we're going to the expo, getting ready for the weigh-in, all that that's going on. You guys will be there. Just look for you. What's the big booth I'm looking for? Look for look for the Pradco booth, but it'll be what, what are the young, brands we're young, booyah, young war eagle, booyah. Rebel War Eagle. Oh, oh say, say, say that last one one more time, Rick. Uh, oh, War Eagle. Yeah, there you go. Isn't that a good yeah. brand? Did <laughs> he talk you into that chair? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk about the question Bubba asked because it's a good one. Uh, because, again, you don't just throw anything anytime. Uh, bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up with uh, Chad Warner. Stay with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. The Bur- uh, Bassmaster Classic uh, this weekend, beautiful Lake Gunnersville, but the the Legacy Arena, the BJCC Birmingham, Alabama, is where all the action is. For those of you that were want to go look for the latest products that'll be available, Bandit, Booyam, Rebel, War Eagle, Yum, all these. Look for the Pradco booth uh, at the Expo, which starts today, and we'll be there all weekend. Uh, Director of Product Development, Chad Werner, is here with us with Dan Moultrie. And uh, we're kind of digging into Chad's expertise, talking about a few secret products that they're testing right now. Uh, but, Bubba, you asked a question of Chad when we went to the break. So, Well, if you're in the lure business, obviously you work uh, on things that fish want to bite. That's correct. You and I was, so. <laughs> I was asking about the, the general reflex of a fish. Right. Do you find that it's the visual presentation, the noise it makes, the movement? I mean, you, you, you obviously work with all of that, but what what do you see as the driving force in getting a fish to bite something? So it's really going to depend on, and there's a lot of variables there. So right. looking at muddy versus clear water. Clear water fisheries, traditionally, it's it's a visual thing, mm-hmm. visual presence. Yeah. So you want more realistic look. Right. If you're looking at muddy water, they're going to feed off a of vibration from their lateral lines. So Hard thumping spinnerbait like Booyah Covert Series is a brand new spinnerbait designed by Jason Christie and his family. You're going to get that thumping vibration. So that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to feed off of by that lateral line and that that vibration. So sound plays a key role too. So uh, traditionally in clear water, you want a kind of silent bait. You know, pressured fish, you want a silent bait. Dirtier water, you want to get that sound, that hard knocking sound. So let, let me ask you strike. this. Is it sound or is it the, the vibration? I think of it's the, the vibration. Yeah. yeah, it's the vibration of the sound. So you asked the question, and of course this would this would more apply to to smaller bodies of water, obviously, uh, like your your ponds and, and things like that. But we talk about a lot of times, you know, don't don't the pressure, don't overfish them, don't give them sore lip. I've heard all these these terms. But but what have you have you guys been able to do any kind of study? Say a fish gets caught, yeah, the fish is brought in. Hey, look at this uh, live well it or whatever. You wait. If not, if you're just fishing for fun, you release it. It goes back. How how long before that fish is saying, I'm going to try that again? It, 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 I mean, okay, listen to this. So I got a quick story. So I wondered that too. You know, it's hard yeah. to prove that, right? So, yeah, that's a tough so I'm fishing in my local river. I throw out, I flip out, I get a bite, I set the hook and break the line. So I sit down, I'm like, dang, I must have a neck. I sit down in my boat, retie, put a new worm back on. I flip back to a log, which is over to my right. I get another bite. I set the hook. Get him in the boat. It's a bass, about a two and a half pound, and he's got my hook in his mouth. Okay, so from that, the first that, cast that goes against from the first cast that goes that against I everything I've ever off. been told. That goes yeah. against almost everything yeah. I've ever been yeah. told. So I think if they're biting, they're biting. 
Doesn't yeah. matter. They'll and keep trying. Yeah, if they're not, Rick, keep, Rick, one of the it's, pros. It's kind of like me at eleven thirty every day. That's correct. Yeah, what? if you're if you're biting, you're biting. Right. Yeah. One of the pros tricks though that that happens on major lakes throughout the United States, they go back and put cover where they there's always a point where they have the tournament located, and they'll put the fish back in the lake. Well, all those big bass, they put structure to hold those fish up. So if they're fishing a tournament after that happened you got a good chance those fish are hung up on that structure where they've dumped them back in the lake from the previous tournaments. The fish are going to eat. They got it. They're just like you're going to eat. Just because you didn't eat yesterday, you're going to eat again today. Right. You, yeah. You're going to eat. So it's going to eat. It's where you find them. So mm. we, it, it's pretty mm. obvious to me. So they know where the drive through yeah. is. Right. Right. Yeah. On the one thing that you, that, you, that you mentioned, <laughs> vibration, <laughs> crucial when visual, it's muddy. They can't see. Vibration sure. would be big. When they can see presentation, they want to see something and go after. That's, that seems pretty easy to understand. What's a little more complicated is when you're talking about different weather, just weather, not, not the clarity or, or the cloudiness of the water. How much does that play into it? Like, if you know, I know, like, I, there seems to be a trend on, on the limited areas that I get to fish. That you know, as things get warmer and more hot, and the water gets murky and kind of soupy, we go to the plastics. When it's cold and the and the water's cold, we seem to throw you know uh, uh, our, our our crankbaits or rattle traps and this kind of stuff. Is is there anything to the? Does the weather change what kind of lure you should be throwing? Yeah, definitely does. And, and when you talk about that. I think about water temperature specifically. Yeah. So as it gets colder, those fish get more sluggish. So as it gets hotter in extreme temperatures, like when you talked about in the summer, man, they get sluggish too because they don't want to move. So they're cold-blooded, cold-blooded animals. So they adjust in their level of activity is going to adjust with water temperature. So that prime time from 50 degrees to about 75 that's when you're throwing some really fast-moving, aggressive-moving baits, topwaters, things like that, crankbaits. And so in the summertime, when it gets hot, you're going to really slow down, throw a jig, throw a plastic worm. Wintertime, when it really, really gets cold, that water temperature is cold, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to slow really, really down. So you slow down in the really cold. You betcha. Slow okay. down in presentation. Match yeah. their their speed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you got to think about bait fish at that time. They're doing the same thing that the yeah, bass they slowed are doing. Up too. They're yeah. slowing down. Right. So you just got to match that. I, I I really really you know how just like a golfer will say you know my my, my short game or my drive or my where my problem <laughs> my where I'm the weakest is top water stuff. I, I just don't have the success as as I I want to have. What what am I doing wrong? And then tell me what are the the good top water stuff. Well, what are you throwing? Well, I usually will throw uh, the uh, the Rapella. You know, I, I love the Rapella. Yeah, you like know, a, the, the, you know, it's one of those things you call it the bait. you call it the it's a snatch bait. But of course, it, it was always under that brand when mm-hmm. my dad was growing up. So we, yeah, we called yeah. it that, like you would call it any soft drink. Of course, a, a yeah. coat. So yeah, snatch bait, and then of course, you know, I, I like to take like a, a plastic salamander. You know, no weight, put his head up in there and let him come across mm-hmm. the top of water like that. Yeah. that. That's normally what I do. Okay. But yeah, I, so I don't have a lot of success with it. So you don't have success in terms of hookup ratio or just bites? Bites. I don't care. What, what I don't, time of day? Well, your dad said it's all about presentation. It is. It's late you afternoon. Listen to your dad. I, I usually do that late <laughs> afternoon. I do Early late, morning, late, late afternoon. Late yeah. afternoon in the yeah. summers when I use yeah. them. That's the thing is that. I, I can't. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I guess it's presentation. I don't know what I'm doing. It's presentation. What am I doing wrong? So help me. Here's the deal. If yeah. you want to throw a topwater and get a topwater bite, pick up a head and zero spook, okay. okay, and walk the dog. All you're doing is making that bait go left to right, left mm-hmm. to right, left to right, and it's got trebles hook. It's got treble hooks on it, so if they hit it, they're going to get hooked by one of those treble right. hooks. So yeah. throw that bait. Throw a rebel pop R if you want to slow it down. It's so easy. Everybody's fished a pop R. Everybody's fished a pop R. Top water bait. Yeah. 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 I mean, in, under our umbrella, we've got heading. 
We've got Rebel. We've got Arbogast, Hula Popper. Who is not throwing a Hula Popper? I know. You know? Why am I not throwing a Hula Popper? Why are you not throwing a Hula Popper? <laughs> Come on, Rick. Rick, Rick, get out of the 70s. Yeah. It's like I'm stuck in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, we've got I, I, buzz baits I, I, under Booyah. We've yeah, got okay. buzz baits under Warrior. Right. Will you pull out a little bag of top water stuff that I need? I'll, I'll, hook I'll just you have up. it holding it. I'll just come by and get it. I'll hook you up. I mean, because I just, I, my, my top water game is not where it needs to be. Little, and that's the funnest way to fish. I know. And because you get to see them hit it, get yeah. all fired up. Yeah. You know, I, talk about getting somebody jacked when yeah. you. I reduce myself down to pulling some frog across. Wait, 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 <laughs> when you have a good day of top water fishing, it's it gut hooks. You I know. It's oh, as it's, good it's, as it's it gets. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's why I want to experience it, but I might, I don't have a whole lot. Of I, I like the feel of it too. Yeah, I do too. You know, mm-hmm. The shadow look when it's coming across off yeah. that big old mouth. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like to see the waves. You know, it's the you know the the waves coming off of it across the water. That's always pretty. I know. It's very relaxing and fun. Fun. I'm just, I'm just not very. I'm, I'm struggling with it. <laughs> I just we'll go. Okay. We'll go. Uh, we got to go. Uh, that's where I need the most work. Yeah. All right. So when when uh, if I'm coming out to the expo and I want to see you guys and I come by, I know you got all the big names that are under the Pradco. Mark, what are the things? I, let's say that I'm showing up today and I'm coming down. What are the what are the latest things I got to get? I've got okay, my, so I got my, I got my bag out. Hmm. I'm ready to go. I'm at the booth. What are the must haves this year? All right. Hmm. So you got to go to the Booyah booth. You got to check out the Covert Series spinnerbait. So what we've done is we've designed a series of spinnerbaits, but with Jason <clears throat> Christie and his family that will take the guesswork out of what color, what blade combination, and what size do I use. So we can explain it to you all there in the booth. So you get your choice from a single Colorado, double Colorado, willow, all through the gamut and colors that you can pick from, and we'll get you the right location, the right temperature, and the right water clarity to catch fish on a spinnerbait. Then you got to go down to the Yum Booth, and you got to check out the Dinger and the the, the one that just ran yeah, by the, the way just ran by running <laughs> from the bass. Yeah. There's maybe three bass there at a dinger. You got to come get a photo with those guys okay. and talk soft plastics in the yum booth. Talk dingers. It's it's a blast to fish that bait. And you got to go down. You got to see. Yep, that's it. That's right it there. right there. You got to see. That's you got to come to the <laughs> Rebel good. booth to see Zell Roland. So okay. if, if you're a fisherman, oh. you know who Zell Roland is, yeah. right? Okay. So back in the or late '60s, he shaved down a pop R. Uh, that's what he's known and famous for doing. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be in the booth. He's going to shave down Popar one per day, and we're going to give that away after the Classic is over. So you can register to Ooh. win that at the booth. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to trick it out. I mean, trick it out. It's going to be shaved down. It's going to be painted. It's going to be hooked and split ringed and signed by Zell Rowland. So people pay thousands of dollars for these things. So you can register to win one mm. at the Classic at the Rebel booth. So there it is. Cool. That's, what, that's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, you come down to War Eagle, talk spinnerbaits. We've got a new jig coming out by War Eagle called the Jujitsu, uh, designed by Andy Morgan. It's you like killer. that one too? It's a killer. Well, you ride all these. Now that's, <laughs> that's that's that bomb we use on terrace sitting at the red light, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, Chad, I'm not trying to you know, be a hassle or high man. So would you write all that? Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, just jot all that down if you don't Dan, mind. Dan, find him a piece of paper just turn it over. <laughs> you, better, you better watch Speedy. You'll try to intercept what you're mm-hmm. doing for right now. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, I, look, unlike Speedy, I'll pay for it. I just hey, need, hey. I, I, I just need to know what you I'm just get. sitting over here. I ain't said a word. We just want a shopping list. <laughs> I just need a shopping list. I don't, you don't have to give me any free. Chad, I need you. Yeah, unless you feel led to. But, I mean, I, I, what I want to do is just. So we're going to come back. We're going to match Moultrie next. And we're going to give away some cool stuff. Hey, Chad got the track. Chad came up with a trivia question. I want Chad. How about that? Bring it. Come on, Chad. <laughs> See how smart these guys are. All right, we'll yeah. find out. We come right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 10 minutes now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866. We be big as our number. 
All right, we're going to move into a little fun now. We'll give a chance to win. All right, so Chad Warner is here. Product development for Pradco and all the big names that, that fall under the old Pradco banner, and they'll all be there uh, this weekend at the Bassmaster Classic at the BJCC Legacy Arena in Birmingham, Alabama. But, of course, uh, you can go to show notes today and get all the information on all these products. All right, so uh, here's what's up for grabs today. And, and Chad, Chad's done the question, Chad, right? Chad, you brought the question. You brought Which the question. All the way sense. from Fort Smith or from Oklahoma. 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 There okay. you go. Okay. All right, so, Chad, it says here, because, you know, we deal with Dan a lot. And we call <laughs> it Match Moultrie because it ain't always what yeah. everybody says it is. Look, here yeah. comes look, here comes the dinger again. He's coming around oh, the corner. Here he comes. Look at the bass. About, oh, look, he's hiding. He's in structure. He's, he's up, hiding in that he's structure around Big Boy. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, oh here he comes. Here he comes. Go get him. You can do it. Run, Dinger. Run, Dinger. Dinger's running for his life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, You're making a turn. Run. I tell you, they ain't pulling that one on a Zebco 33. <laughs> You guys have got to go check out yumbaits.com on Facebook or YouTube to check out the webisode series. Right, Yumbaits. Yeah, because they run. They, you'll, see the, you'll see what we're seeing if you're not watching on YouTube right now. Yeah. All right, so you, we got a Pradco fishing prize pack up for grabs, and you said we're just going to do an all-star bag. No, it'll be it'll be the juice. Yeah, it, it will. All be the, the big juice. names, you all the big yum, stuff. Booyah, Rebel, War Eagle. Got it all in you there. Bet. All right, so you're going to get that from Pradco. You're also going to get a Motri Mobile. Uh, this is going to be the XV or you know the XA, whichever you know AT and T carry. I mean, uh, cell carry you have, whether it be Verizon or AT and T. And this is the seven thousand eye camera. We're loving it's, these. It's the one I use, Rick. I love it. I've got a bunch of them out. This camera played a huge role in in my one of my sons taking a great deer at our place this year, and and he he had yet to take a good buck where we are. And we use this system to pattern them, and you know what? It worked great. Oh, that's awesome. great. Fantastic. That's good. That's good to hear. All right, so uh, so we're ready to go. So here comes the question, and and this is from Chad. If you want to be upset mm-hmm. with anybody, today. yeah. So, so here, this is a match, Chad. Th- well, it is, but it's still match mode. Have you learned to speak Danonese yet? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Uh, we'll, we'll explain. That, that's, that's we can that. give you a crash course. Well, you got to learn when Motri's doing something, you have to figure out like you almost have to interpret another language. Yeah. Okay, I see what he really means. Yeah. <laughs> He'll speak a little Danonese. You got to learn yeah. to interpret it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have to translate it to get the true meaning. <laughs> if, you'll, if you'll help us on presentation, so we'll help you on that. <laughs> yeah. Deal. Uh, I'm, we are fluent in Danonese, so I can help you. Right. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, all right. So here we go. Um, the question is this. What fishing brand is the oldest under the Pradco umbrella, and in what year was it established? Come on, Are you talking about that company, not when it joined Pradco? Is that, is that, is that, that's, that's correct. That's correct. Okay, all right. That, that's boy, good. Bubba. Bubba, you know what it is today? We got Matt Moultrie, Match Moultrie, and Check Chat. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's so good. what fishing brand is the oldest under the Pradco umbrella? Like, how, What is their oldest brand, and what year was it established? Yep. All right, there it is. That's there good. it is. It's out there. So Moultrie Mobile and a Pradco fishing prize pack with nice. all the all the all-stars. That is awesome. All right, let's go to Prattville, Alabama. Let's see mm-hmm. how – or Cliff, what do you think? Do you know Do you know the answer? Which brand is the oldest and when was it established? Is it Hidden, Hidon in 1894? Dang! Oh, 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 I mean, whoa! Hits it over the fence, the very first one. Wow. I, re- I really want to give it to him. Uh-oh. I guess we can. Oh, no. It's 
pronounced Hedden. Right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he spelled it. Yeah. He, he did. He spelled it. He did. Dan's so upset the first one got yeah, it. So Dan, we're going to have to work on your presentation easy. now. Hedden, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it's harder to easy. find the truth about it, it goes longer. Yeah. 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 That, boy, that's good. Hedden uh, Lures uh, in 1894. You got it, Cliff. Cliff, you're going to get a really cool prize pack from Pradco. All their all-star fishing brands will be represented, and Moultrie Mobile is coming your way. What a great prospect today. Isn't that a good one? Right. <laughs> Cliff, thanks for listening to Rick and Bubba. Thank you. All right, I'll put you on hold. All right, so uh, there we go. All right, so we'll fine. send that out to him. That's good. You know, you're right. Bubba really hit it right. The reason why Chad's question was answered is because it actually has an answer. Yeah, it's very yeah. clear. It's yeah. concise. Yeah. Oh, There's no gray oh, area. You wouldn't <laughs> believe the things he's put us through. He gets some shady stuff. Oh, no. No. Yeah, does he? <laughs> he'll, he'll Chad, give you Chad let me ask you this. Questions. What gauge is a 410, shell? No, here we go. Yeah, That's yeah, one he did start one time. that again. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 410. There is no gauge to a 410. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Picture trying to go through that. Right. Yeah. And the arguments that were still here after Dan had long see, left. Dan, yeah. Dan left before the burning torches showed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, you know, yeah, in pitchfork. Yeah, everybody who thought they had it right. Yeah, that's right. why the bullet yeah. Yeah. And then, then his classic, he'll give an answer that he has, and then we'll find out later there were actually multiple answers that were right. Right. Yeah, and, the, right. and people got it right that we kept saying we're wrong. <laughs> so, so what we so that's why we change it to match motion. You just gotta you gotta give the answer he's looking for. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Don't, don't forget awesome. the astronaut question. Oh, Remember that one? Oh, where people were sending us pictures of people in an astronaut suit? You, you know, yeah, astronauts <laughs> University of Alabama had zero. Well, but, we, well, but we, they had some in training, but <laughs> Auburn had seven. What, yeah. Seven or nine? Well, you got to watch the whole Auburn Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan, all of them that were standing there in their astronaut uh, uniform at the university, it kind of looked like right. they were astronauts. Yeah. They just <laughs> haven't been up in the air yet. <laughs> they haven't been up in the air. They haven't been up in the air yet. So it's match motion. Just find, give the answer that we're looking for, and we're quoting our lawyers on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that we, we just changed the name of it. It's not a trivia question. It is Match Moultrie. That, that, that's the only lawsuit coverage we had. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right, before we get off there, Bruce Stanton, our head of fishing, I was talking to him yesterday. He said, hey, you got the best guy in the world up here t- t- with Thank Chad. Thank you, Dan. Oh, you're talking and, about Chad. Yeah, and with him. Yeah, calls <laughs> And Bud, he said, talk about Bobby Garland crappie lures. Oh, you got to talk crappie. Because crappie's coming up best in the whole fish, U.S. right best now. Best eating fish. If you've never eaten crappie, you have not tasted good And fish. we've given this secret out before, Rick, to yeah. your listeners. But number one color, you remember what I told you before? No, no. Chad, hit him with it. Monkey milk. Monkey, Monkey. milk. Oh, you I don't, do remember yeah, that. I yes. do remember that. How can that. we not remember Monkey that? You're <laughs> buying Bobby Garland lures. By don't and try them all, but monkey melt. No, Dan, listen what you, you just can, said. You, I, you know, fishermen. That sounds like something that the workout guys used. Yeah. Have you got your monkey milk? Hey, Rick, you got to be. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I left my monkey milk. I got to go back before I just finished the workout. My muscles are screaming. Got any monkey milk? Gives me the strength of a chimpanzee. <laughs> Even though that's an ape and that doesn't work. But anyway, um, but we know what you. But, but let's but let's go back to this. Let's go back to this. Up. And you know this too, Chad, because you deal with fishermen all the time. Once you said monkey milk is the one that makes it happen, and then you went, oh, but try them all. That was a waste of breath. Well, all they're going to do is say, i got to have monkey milk. That's what they say in catches them. You gotta, who's going to find the next monkey milk? you got to try them all, Rick. You're, Rick, you're, you're a marketing guy. I but I saw your face. Yeah. You see, he goes, they said monkey milk, but try them all. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't just put a full supply of monkey hey, milk in there. Chad is making a lot of baits in a lot of different colors. We got to get them all sold. <laughs> They're <laughs> unbelievable. Isn't that good? Yes. Isn't that great? You do you ever just like Bob asked that question in the break? And it was a good one. We're about to go to break, but so you just experimenting with colors. I mean, we know some things that work, but you're always looking for that next thing all the time. Yeah, okay. all the time. That's what's that's what's so cool about it is that man, you can play and play and play, mix these colors and, and come up with the next monkey milk or the next green pumpkin. Yeah. See, I always envision like a big tank, Rick, and a guy sitting there dipping things in the water. <laughs> nope, that one didn't work. Oh, yeah. And then fish comes out. Oh, I got one. <laughs> I got something. It's just that simple. <laughs> uh, you, remember, you remember Gary with my dad? My dad, you know, if he's going to throw plastic, it's going to be purple. Yeah. Yeah. And Gary trying to set them on pumpkin. I, you might want to try Pumpkin seed? Put a little pumpkin seed in there. <laughs> my dad turns and said, pumpkin. <laughs> I said, Gary, please stop with the pumpkin. <laughs> Just give him another purple one. <laughs> Top of the hour, Chad. What a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it, fellas. Thanks, okay. guys. Great work, buddy. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.